Oh boy, I am so frustrated right now. Um, I'm just whining to you because I ain't got nobody else to whine to right now because I got on here and was talking a couple months ago about how cool it was because I changed my light bulb and now my lights don't work and I don't know if it's something that I did but my headlights are not working and it makes no sense but I now have to go get a car, rent a car because of that and it's because uh, I have to go to work tonight my wife has to go somewhere tonight and you can't go without headlights Got my wife to work late this morning, and she half wasn't talking to me then. She really ain't gonna be happy, which is something I really don't need. And and I'm saying that, like, okay, so let me let you know a little. This is turning into a little therapy session, but let me tell you a little something about myself. I have crafted this entire life of mine where I'm pretty much alone, like I am now. I'm like either in I don't know, I'm always alone, even though I'm in the middle of stuff, uh, or whatever, but, yeah, so, I'm always in my car, I'm always alone, one way or the other, what does that have to do with anything, that, one of the reasons I think this idea of a podcasting and whatnot, uh, is because I'm constantly having these conversations in my head, and, um, often, to uh, have the conversation, you gotta provide the words for the other person. And I did warn my wife. Well, I guess you can't really call it a warning because I told her after we were married <laughs> that uh, that this is kind of my thing. Like I'm I'm thinking it through, and I'm sitting here in a sense getting mad at her for being mad at me when she ain't mad at me because she don't know none of this right now. Right now, she's dealing with her own thing. Now, I know she's going to be all frustrated because everything she's got going on and then she comes out and it's going to be like, one more thing. And I understand because that's how I feel. So I should leave it there, but what I do is I go, well, she's going to probably say, one more thing, this is your fault, you knucklehead, but she never talks like that, she never says anything like that, she never, that's just me, because that's myself talking, but I then put it on her, and then I can be kind of, like I said, have an attitude about something that didn't even freaking happen. But that's part of the psychosis that leads to some of my inaction, I think, too. Because I do the same thing. Like I said, I've got this idea, a couple of, like, let me just say this stuff out loud. Maybe somebody will call me back and go, like, that's a dumb idea anyway. It's like, I, I have had for a year I've wanted to do this, is to spend some time, like, looking at 
like basically do a show of that revolves around you know, like a little morning minute headline show, right? That's the headlines from 150 years ago. That's 100 years and 50 years ago. Because at the library, they've got the microfish copies of the New York Times, the Kansas City Star, the Wall Street Journal. And you could go back in those three right there and just read a couple of headlines every day and and just have some context. Some I don't know why I think that would be... A, it just came to me as something. And uh, here's the funny thing. In the last year, it has been made very clear to me that I should have done it a year ago because so much has happened that I have that was a hundred years ago that you know came up and like events like last year was the end of the war uh, the end of World War two or one I'm sorry and uh, so yeah as I was saying a hundred years ago uh, last year was like the end of World War One, and uh, there were a lot of things that I kind of saw the first time I went over and looked uh, at the microfish, and then the second time. Well, so anyway, to get on back to moving forward, because and I've been thinking about it all year long, and it's like kind of been hitting me like, man, I just things have happened, and like 50 years ago was like the whole Nixon thing, and it was like the build up to it, not yet the thing, right? And so a lot of this stuff would just resonate, not, not to mention the tumultuous times that were happening and the things that we take for granted, like, uh, I don't know, what happened in 1969, dude? It was the 60s. I mean, this year, we're going to be coming up on the 50-year anniversary of the moon, right? Is that right? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And so, to have, because everybody will be talking about, oh, well, 50 years ago today, we landed on the moon. But wouldn't it be cool to, like, in April, be like, oh, the moon launch was today. And then the next day, like, uh, the president called the prime minister of England and got, to, I don't know, whatever. Little things that you wouldn't even... Even here about just provide a drip, drip, drip context. I just think it would be cool. Uh, and so, what happens other than a month ago, I took over this route that I used to deliver. And as I'm delivering the route, there was a guy that was particularly, um, I had good conversations with when he used to be one of my customers. And um, I deliver his paper on this porch. And um, as it happens, one of the conversations that we used to talk about is the nature of the newspaper business because he worked at the Kansas City Star like 50 years ago. Hello? So this dude could be like a co-host, like a host. I'd just be the producer. So yeah, so I was just thinking he could be like a host and like kind of be talking about like, he might actually remember, like, I'm sure he would remember some of this stuff, and remember, like, what 
was going into creating the paper back then. And all of that serves to be part of another phase. Like, I have this multi-phase media empire in my head. And unless you do it, it's nothing. So, here I am trying to do it. Don't talk yourself down, boy. You're helping them. You've been doing it. Just not as quickly as you like. And part of the reason you ain't doing it as quickly as you like is because you're working 17 hours a day or whatever it is. And it ain't even worth it because you ain't making the money. And you'd, you'd be... When you throw in these stupid repairs and rentals and uh, everything else it just ends up not being worth it I mean it's like okay you're doing alright but then you don't factor in or really think about and I am loath to put it down on paper and really do the numbers and see just how freaking crazy it is that I've like I'm grinding and grinding and grinding and it's kind of stupid because it's not <laughs> the most what would you call it it's not the most effective grind work smarter not harder knucklehead it's time to quit time to do the thing because here's the other thing um, so I worked with the the local uh, I was the director of circulation for the local um, it was weekly uh, it was an alternative weekly now it's a monthly and um, But the publisher of that paper, yeah, I've been kind of dinging him a little bit on Facebook every now and again, keeping that thread alive because in his own right, he's an interesting fellow, I think, that could have a good time interviewing because, you know, he was in a band and he worked at a radio station and did some different things mostly well and I don't know his whole story and that's my thing is I can get him because I know he was supportive a couple of years ago when I worked for him and I had mentioned that I was thinking about starting a podcast he was like oh that'd be great you'd be good at that and you know so I'm sure (coughs) that he would be willing to come on down and do an episode and in the course of that episode to pick his brain about how to be a publisher and the difference between the platforms, right? The radio world and the print world. And I believe now he's actually in the digital world in some SEO stuff or something. And um, really perhaps tap him as part of my board maybe or something because what I would like to do not 
in one other episode, I think. But what I would really want to do is I want to... Um, I've been involved in diversity work when I was at the Star as an employee, and um, they, it went somewhere in the 90s, uh, and then it went away, that's just the way uh, things go, I, uh, check out Flipboard if you're listening, um, and you're not me, <laughs> uh, the Flipboard, I, I just started playing around with the Flipboard, making my own magazine, because I think, uh, like I said, um, that's a, I, I think I got a way to, to really uh, allow for some engagement with the general world through Flipboard, right? Like, because I guess you can authorize people to be or invite people to be a part of a group to add to your magazine, so I could like have people you know if you want to be a part of the conversation da 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 join I don't know the Facebook group or something like that and then you know for certain people who are well hello they gonna have a wreck up there and then for certain people who are involved and and you know that are like part of the community to add stories and then you could have kind of a ongoing discussion right because there's people who would like to something kind of like DeVille D.I. is doing with the people who are giving him stuff I guess on Twitter or whatever but this would just be a way to, to do that you know and uh, just you know for people that are like, like I know you good so you ain't gonna be just putting a bunch of <coughs> what's the queen doing now articles up or that kind of nonsense. <coughs> Sorry if that's your thing, but I'm talking to myself. <laughs> but yeah, you can have people have people do that um, to add to the conversation, to add to the engagement or whatnot, and. Um, what was the other thing I was thinking about with that Flipboard? Because, oh, uh, what made me think of Flipboard was just thinking about the the slow pace of things. Uh, and I, I got to remember to do, like, an actual show. I want to read that article and get the depth uh, of it. Uh, but it was an article um, that was talking about Grant... Ulysses Grant and his attempts as president and right before he became president so it would have been under Johnson because those of you who don't know Ulysses Grant was the general uh, for the north that uh, won the civil war and I say he won the Civil War, you know, obviously, obviously, he was a dude, <laughs> and there was a lot of dudes fighting, and women, uh, so, whatever, uh, he's the general that was in charge, so he gets the credit, but anyway, after the war, 
he tried very hard um, to give Native Americans citizenship. Just bam, y'all got citizenship. I mean, what the hell? This is y'all land. We lucky to be here. And I, like, that's a paraphrase of a little snippet that I saw in the article because I really just lightly read over the article. Um, but where he was, like, acknowledging the fact that this ain't our land. We came, you know. Uh, and um, was trying to give him citizenship. And it, it all stemmed from a friendship that he had made with a Native American uh, man and uh, tried to tried to do some things and people who were against it fought that's always been the deal man that's always been the deal so I really want to get into talking about some of that stuff too and I'm I gotta be honest I'm half worried about that cause I start talking I'm afraid black people gonna be ready to jump down my throat and white people gonna be the wrong white people take the wrong message and the right white people be confused 